0: Are you trying to get a winning edge in sports betting? Look no further than SteadyPicks.com and SteadyPicks Radio. Our team at SteadyPicks provides data, analysis, and insights to help you become a better sports better. Best of all, SteadyPicks is 100% free. A SteadyPicks membership gives you access to all of the SteadyPicks system bets, our expert host's best bets, and our special guest picks. Head over to our website, www.steadypicks.com, sign up for free and start winning. picks radio welcome into wake up and wager happy tuesday june 7th we got a fun show lined up i got big john in the house how you doing big john doing great ricky
1: how you feeling i know uh, unfortunately you have uh you have covid how you feeling buddy
0: oh man i've been better i'll tell you that but i finally feel like i took the turn today john so i'm you know i'm past the the worst of it i guess i would say but uh man it wasn't fun it wasn't fun
1: uh you're a trooper for for doing the show now there's no way i can catch it right ricky being uh know that i'm remote today i didn't go in the studio
0: (laughs) you're you're safe (laughs) all the listeners are safe as well i can't get you guys sick through the radio here so all right yeah it's you're good you're good but um I'm going to cut the music down here, and I apologize, John, and the listeners as well if I do still sound a little covid here, but um, we got some good topics to jump into, and the show must go on. So the first thing I want to get into you today, uh, John, there's been breaking news in the golf world. Dustin Johnson has left the PGA Tour, and he's committed to this this LIV That I'm just gonna pass it right over to you. What what is this whole thing here, John? Like this LIV makes sense of it all for me.
1: Well, I gotta tell you, Ricky, just kind of get your popcorn and get ready for a wild couple weeks, uh, especially next week with the Open. So here's what's going on. The LIV is the uh, the Saudi back tour which Greg Norman is the CEO and really this person behind it. It's funny, you know, LIV, you know, people say, what's it stand for? Really what it stands for is that the Roman numeral LIV is 54. There's no real magic behind what LIV stands for, except for the tour. <laughs> um, and, and what's happened is it's interesting, you know, this tour, just let me give you some facts about it. So the first event will be this week, actually in London. Um, They will play, uh, just so you know, a couple times on the Trump courses during the tour. And it's going to be much shorter than what the PGA is. So this week will be in London. Like I said, they'll have several uh, of the uh, stops in the U.S., including two of the Trump stops. But it's one that, you know, it's interesting because as far as watching it, because now it has some buzz and we'll talk about, you know, some of the players You know, you really have to watch it on either YouTube or Facebook the way it sits now. And it's funny, you know, what's happening is the players are now resigning from the PGA. Um, And the reason they're resigning is the PGA can't suspend somebody if you resigned. So it started with Kevin Nye who resigned And now Dustin Johnson resigned. And their feeling is, you know, it's so kind of open what's going to happen. If they resign, they can't get suspended, which maybe they'll be able to play. Um, Definitely, they're going to play in the open. Both Phil and Dustin have said that. Um, Oh, wait a second,
0: Big John. I just want to pause there with one quick question. Yeah, Because I saw, like, the word resign being used for Dustin Johnson and a lot of these guys. So you're saying they're doing that so that they can't get suspended and penalties can't come in. Like there's a strategy behind all of this. A hundred
1: percent. It's a hundred percent strategic strategy where they're saying, if we, if we resign, we can't get suspended. So therefore, you know, the, the majors, you know, we can play in. So so when you have the U.S. Open, I know Phil has committed to that because he has exemption and Dustin. And even though they won't be able to play necessarily in the PGA, the majors, each major, will have that option. Personally, I think the Masters might be the only one that may keep them out just because of kind of the mystique and kind of the way... The masters operates, but yeah, there's definitely a strategy behind why they're doing it that way. And if you take a look at some of the players that that Greg Norman has been able to recruit, obviously, you know, let's, let's hold off on Dustin for a second. You know, Phil Mickelson, McDowell, Kevin Nye, you know, uh, Lee Westwood, Sergio, Matt Jones, you know, Tyler Gooch, I think. That's Rick an interesting Fowler. one. Hold on a second. Yeah, I, Did you say Gooch? Think, yeah.
0: The young yeah, kid, yeah.
1: yeah, he's yep, yep.
0: Big John, that's a that's a ballsy move from him being like a young tour player to make yeah. this. Good and let for me him. tell you
1: something. There's rumor, and I don't think it's confirmed yet. That Ricky's gone too. And you know, and here's the thing: Five, they're going to have eight tournaments. Five of the eight will be played in the U.S. I mentioned a couple on the Trump situation. But here's the really interesting thing, which you got to love, right? Because I think the players are divided because there's so much money on that side, but yet where's the loyalty? But the rumor is Tiger was offered a ridiculous amount of money. We're talking about half a billion plus to Jeez. be able to, to go over there and just shut it right down. But you know, the reason why Dustin, I think is, is there's so much you know buzz around this, is you know, here's a guy, right? He turned pro. I remember back in late 2007. He's won 24 times on the PGA Tour. He's got two major championships. He's he's been an integral part of both the Ryder and the Presidents Club. Remember, he went five and zero in the Ryder Cup last Ryder Cup. He ranks only third, Ricky, behind Tiger Woods and Mickelson. In the amount of money he's made in the PGA on tour between June of 20 and May of 21st at $40.8 million. So here's a guy, right, that is young. He's made a lot of money in the PGA. He's well-respected. And you would think there'd be no reason for him to really go over there. I mean, he certainly doesn't need the money. Uh, You know, obviously his father-in-law, Wayne Gretzky, you know, you would think would, you know, might kind of influence him to stay. But now he goes. And that's kind of where people are starting to say, wait a minute. You know, he's being guaranteed one hundred and twenty five million dollars. You know, is is it really about the money? You know, with Phil, there's no question. The rumor is now it's 200 million. You know, Phil's not making 200 million, you know, on the PGA Tour anymore. I just wish that these players like a Phil would come out and just just say the real reason why you're doing it. Phil, you know, if it's money, you know, maybe you gamble too much, whatever the situation is, just give the real reason and, and quit the BS. Dustin, what's the real reason you were going over there? You know, is it your relationship with Greg Norman? Is it, is it, is it the money? I don't think with Dustin, although $125 is a lot, it's all about the money but i think with a lot of these guys like 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 lee westwood and some of these other people it's definitely money oriented and again as of now they're still going to possibly be able to play in the four majors how the how that will be you know when they go in there with the players that didn't do it and and all the drama that's going to you know that's going to create that's where you get the popcorn and sit back cuz it's going to be interesting
0: yeah and I really appreciate you filling me in because I didn't really know like too much about all this big John. I've just really been like catching up with it this week as the names have been coming out of of who's playing. But so it sounds like money definitely is like the purses are significantly higher, right, per event and things like that. So it will be it will be interesting, if nothing else, to see as the summer progresses, you know, how everything shakes out.
1: Yeah, you know, I think, you know, what where the real interesting thing is going to be, you know, who if, if people after the first event tend to resign and use that strategy and then go over um if maybe it doesn't go the way they think, but I mean, I think it's really coming down to like you said, they're getting money guaranteed, call it appearance fee whatever. I think Dustin's deal might have been 3 years, you know, and the purses are big. And they're playing a lot less events. Um, and, you know, you look at eight events, five being in the U.S., it's not like they're traveling, you know, across the world to play most of these events. Even this week's in London, which is no big deal. You know, I I just, my personal feeling is I think every one of those guys, whether it be Dustin, whether it be, you know, you know Gooch, you mentioned another young guy, the person that I think... Everyone in golf owes it to the amount of money being made and doesn't get the credit is Tiger. I think they should all be thanking Tiger because if there wasn't a Tiger, those purses and these opportunities would have never been what they are based off, in my mind, what he's done for golf.
0: No question about that. And I know you're a big Tiger guy, John. There was no way we were getting out of here without a little Tiger (laughs) sprinkle.
1: Huge Tiger guy. You know what could be cool? What could be really neat is if this LIV really, really takes off, and then what you see is now you see kind of a Ryder Cup between the PGA and the LIV, and it becomes so – competitive and and so much impact on there. That, I mean, they could probably even make it a pay-per-view event, right? I mean, it's just it's going to be crazy because some people have really strong stances and are pissed about people going over because of what the PGA did for them. Other people are like, well, you know, I kind of understand. So just a lot going on right now. Hopefully we cleared some stuff up, but this weekend should be interesting uh, with it being the first event and, and we'll see what happens and see if more people commit beautiful
0: well I got a few other topics that we got to get into here John that covers that covers our golf stuff Um, I want to definitely talk some NBA finals but before we get into that I think this transitions into a, a really interesting conversation that you and I have had in the past because the UFC now this is bear with me here as I connect the dots here but The UFC, John, is something that you're, you know, you're not a huge fan of for a lot of reasons that don't so much have to do with, like, the sport itself, but more about, like, the way the sport operates, right? Yep. And to give more insight on that, one of the things I know that, you know, almost, like, ruins it for you, John, is when fighters can't, like, when there's... Not a good system in place for fighters to move up the rankings and get fights. I know it drives you nuts.
1: And, you know, Ricky, you know, it's a shame because, you know, my feeling is I personally really like boxing and really like the UFC. I really respect that during COVID, you know, they went to Fight Island and continued, you know, with the sport, which I thought was great. But here's the problem I have with it, and it really disturbs me. I can't stand the fact that you could have a fighter that that could be ranked in the top ten, and it's not mandatory that 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 person has to get a fight within X amount of time. So, for example, let's say you're ranked, you know, sixth. That, that, that somebody in the top five doesn't have to you know fight him you know I and you, you you see it where it's almost like the people that seem to get the most fights are the ones that are either very controversy, you know they're they're, they're, they're very big on on you know they're getting the knockouts or maybe they're big on social media presence or maybe they have a flair about them but I mean, just to give you an example, let's take someone that's near and dear to steady picks. I look at a fighter like Sean Brady. Sean Brady, to me, is one of the best UFC fighters as far as just from a technique point of view, his record point of view. I mean, the man's undefeated. I have all the respect objectively for Sean Brady, the fact that Sean Brady hasn't been able to get a fight, and somebody that's ahead of him hasn't been made mandatory to fight him, to me, it's just absolutely ridiculous. I can't stand a sport that there's no regulations that says A has to play B, that kind of keeps it moving and, and makes sure that the cream rises to the top. So, so that's my personal opinion about the UFC, why you don't see me betting it much, because I just think that situations like that are wrong. I think in sports, you know, in boxing, you're forced to defend a title. I think that you should be forced to have to fight people um and if you turn down the fight and don't want to fight the person, you take it as a loss. My own personal feeling.
0: So now all right, we're going to dig into this deeper cuz I like this. This is this is very interesting. So you're I th- the point you just made, Big John, where you know it almost are you familiar with Bellator by any chance before I get into this? A little bit. So the way that Bellator works if I'm not mistaken is exactly what you said, like it's more of like a tournament March Madness style where it's like you have to fight every you know as you win, you're fighting the next best guy. I'm pretty sure again, I'm not huge mm-hmm. into Bellator, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. so for the UFC like you said, you could have a guy who's like ranked in the top 10 and I, I'm with you, Big John. Like, why couldn't it be as simple as like, all right, you let's say you're number five, you go to number four. If they don't take the, if they're not booked and they don't take the fight, that should be like, they dodged them. So you should move ahead. Is that almost what you're saying? Like, you should. It is.
1: It It is, Ricky. Let me tell you something. You know, in no disrespect, Dana White has done a great job. I mean, that sport has absolutely taken off. You know, the bonus idea was a great idea. He's very innovative. So, So, you know, but the one thing that I'll that I'll argue with about that sport is the fact that exactly is that it's not like for example your Bellator situation. It's not a situation where it's mandatory to have to fight. So best of you know best of class is truly getting up there. It seems to be, you know, more about, you know, you could be in you you might not be best in class but be getting better fights because maybe you're flashy or this or that. And listen, you know, who am I to say it's wrong. It's just the way I feel. I like to see it where it's mandatory. So the cream of the crop really rises regardless of, you know, how flamboyant you might be or this or that. So we're really getting the best people at the top. There's my own personal feeling, but again, you know, I'll give props to Dana White and how that sports grown.
0: All right. And now the, the way that I'm going to kind of weave this back to the LIV thing in golf Big John is this is this is my wild theory in MMA and UFC talk here and I want to get your thought on this more than a theory if a league or a promote a fighting promotion came about like LIV that had big money behind it like you know the the type of money where you're throwing half a billion dollar contracts at Tiger Woods. You know, like a promotion comes around where they're targeting the top Conor McGregor, you know, the top athletes in the UFC, and they're putting four to 10 times as much money on the table. You wonder, in a sport like that, are they more vulnerable to some some big money coming in like that? Or is the UFC just such a big platform and just such a, premier platform that it isn't, you know, and that's what I kind of wonder is like, as you see these LIVs coming out in other sports, are we just going to kind of see the money trample in these situations?
1: You know, you know, Ricky, I'll tell you, it's, it's a really good point, because, you know, if you look at how long the PGA has been around for, And you look at just now, are you having the LIV, which is one of the oldest sports around, come in and say, you know what, we're going to go after you. You know, we're going to get your know, compete against you. We're going to put the huge money, ridiculous money behind it. And we're going to get a spokesperson, you know, they got Norman, um, although they wanted Jack, I'm sure, you know, to try to get him and, and we're just going to start to get your people and we're going to really challenge it and do it a little differently. You know, listen, Uh, You know, who's to say it's interesting that as this UFC continues to grow, there won't be somebody like the people backing the LIV that don't say, listen, you know, the the UFC is, is global like golf very global, that we're not going to throw some money and we're going to do some things a little bit different. Um, we're going to make people, you know, have to have fights. We're going to pay more because I think in that situation, you'll see the fighters jumping, no question, because, you know, I think to them, a lot of them, it's, it's about the money. And, and I understand, you know, it's about the money. So I think this could be the start of, of, you know, the PGA being challenged as maybe the UFC gets challenged and maybe some other sports get challenged. I mean, right now you see in baseball, you know, foreign countries are coming into play in the MLB. But I think if anything, the UFC could be a target. That could be a very interesting theory that maybe somebody could go after it and try to pay them more and maybe do it a little bit different.
0: Yeah, and and that's the thing is it's, it's ultimately all about the money because all these other promotions – in any sport or leagues and everything like look at Khabib. You you're familiar with Khabib in the yeah, UFC. Absolutely. Khabib yeah. started the Eagle fighting or whatever his own promotion, yeah. but he didn't come with 10 times the pay for the payers. Right. So you can't expect people to jump just off of one guy's name. So I mean, I mean think about it.
1: Think about it. Let's suppose the people who are back in the IV decide to get into UFC and now they're going to offer, you know, you know, uh, you know, a, a quarter million dollar bonus. And they're going to and they're going to make it where, you know, the, the, they have mandatory fights. So everybody knows they're going to have to fight, you know, so many people. So everyone has a chance to climb the ranks and they're going to have, you know, and
0: healthcare care and stuff. all those things that the yeah, UFC fighters ask for, for all fight. of them.
1: Right. You don't mean to tell me that that they can't, you know, give a run for their money and and, and take over a lot of those fighters. So this is why this L.I.V. thing is really interesting at so many different levels, not just golf, you know, but but if it can work in golf, which is known as a, you know, kind of an older nostalgia type of of sport, you know, (laughs) who's to say it can't happen in more progressive sport, which is, uh, you know, what the UFC has been over the last three years.
0: Yep. Well, We'll leave that there. It's a, lot to, uh, it's a lot to sit on, but it's interesting. Everyone, you know, I'm curious to hear any opinions on this stuff, but let's, let's move to the NBA Finals uh, for the next part of the show here. We got a 1-1 series, but talk to me, John. Have you been betting the series? You know, Ricky,
1: I got to commend you because um, I saw you had, you had picked the money line last game of Golden State, uh, and you took them straight. And uh, I appreciate that uh, that email you sent me saying you thought that I should uh, I could take him and even bet up the points that they, it's, you thought it was going to be a double digit win for Golden State. So I was able to put in three different bets. So I really, uh, I really appreciate
0: that. So I had you know? real quick, John, I just have to say I sent that email, but those were the, the system like I actually didn't. They weren't my bets. Uh, I believe they were the steady picks bets if yeah they were were. okay so I didn't want to take too much credit because I had nothing to do with those but I'm glad that you did hit the Warriors
1: yeah so basically you know Ricky I'm thanking you and you don't know anything so do me (laughs) a favor the steady pick systems I thank the steady pick systems because uh I had lost some baseball so it got me right back to where I need to be so 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 that's great so so it's interesting you know I'm watching these files and I watched the last game and I gotta tell you I've watched a lot of basketball that might have been one of the most physical basketball games and fun games to watch that I've seen in a long time. You know, I look at this guy Drummond Green and I don't think that he gets enough credit. You know, this guy, people don't realize, right, this power forward is a three time NBA champion. think he made the all-stars four times he's been all defense like seven times I know he's won a couple gold medals at the Olympics I think he's a hall of famer but this guy's you know was drafted 35th back in 2012 out of Michigan State I loved him then but I gotta tell you what this guy does forget scoring Boston was so much more physical in game one the way Drummond bullied himself around there forget the points to be that guy that was in their face especially since he was getting away with a lot of stuff the refs weren't calling he in my mind is what exactly what golden state needed and the exact reason why they won that game and and i think that this series is very interesting because if i look at boston You know, listen, Tatum's a superstar. I mean, you know, an absolute superstar. Brown's a superstar. Tatum's, I think, legendary, will be by the end of his career. But if I look at the, on the other side, you know, where I talked about Drummond Green, this series, to me, about, I look at Marcus Smart. I mean, this is a guy, he's 6'3", right? He's a point guard. I think he's only making $12 You know, he spent a couple years at Oklahoma State. A lot of people don't remember, and then he came out. And you know he's he's not only the absolute defensive disruptor, you know, and physical as can be, but's done a great job, obviously, improving his offensive game. But he's the kind of guy that you 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 hate him if he's not on your team, but you need a guy like that on your team. So I look at this series, and I really look at I think the difference. Is around the guys like Drummond Green and can he get away with playing the way he played? And Marcus Smart now, they're coming back to Boston, you know, even tightening the screws more. So, my opinion is I love the series. I like Boston to win game three myself because I think that away from home, I don't know if Golden State could be physical enough. And I think Boston's watched that tape and said, you know what? We're supposed to be the bullies. We got bullied around too much there. So as far as game three, my personally, I'm laying my money on the Celtics in game three. How about, uh, what's your thoughts, Ricky?
0: So I, I just want to say, because I know Draymond Green has been taking a lot of heat, you know, and people, some people absolutely hate this guy. Big John, I love Draymond Green and I love people who come in and fuck the game up and make it dirty make it a nasty game I love guys like that and I think Draymond Green that's his role on this team you know he's I really believe without him the Warriors are soft like they're they're a Steph Curry poor shooting night away from being like a mediocre team and that's that's a bold statement but I believe Draymond green is that backbone that keeps this team tough and really the engine behind it all. So, I mean, I really agree with you from, from that point on his importance in terms of game three, man, I What's the, what's the line at the moment? I haven't checked three and a half.
1: I haven't checked the, the latest line. Um, I know that, uh, you know, what steady picks have, uh, I think Ben MGM, I thought, had the, the best line, but I'm not sure what it is, if it moved it all this morning. We'd have to check that. But I just think, you know, that I think Boston's going to adjust a little bit. Um, and again, I, there was a lot of physicality that I thought went, went on in that game. I love the way the refs let him play. I, I just don't know in Boston if Drummond Green can get away with some of that stuff. But I think you're right. I couldn't set it better. You know, I think that team is really good. You know, I think Poole has to come on and play, you know, and be able to add some three-point play. And Thompson's got to play a little bit better as far as hitting those shots. But but from a physical point of view, you know, they were bullied in game one and, and Drummond Green stepped up. He's going to have to do that every game for them to have a chance to win this series in my mind.
0: Yep. And – uh so the bet that I had made in game 2 was the Celtics to be leading the series 2 to 1 after game 3 and I got -125 at BetMGM on that. So mm-hmm. I essentially Big John have a Boston money line ticket which at the current price is about like -160 and I got it at 125 by placing it a bit earlier. So I probably won't touch this game to be honest outside of that. I think I think this is like a really big game in the series too, because if Golden State gets this one back, I think it really flips the series and momentum back in their favor where it might be hard for Boston to steal another game in uh in Golden State. So I'm definitely leaning with you there with Boston. And what about for the series? Any interest,
1: Rick, before I, I talk about the series, any interest in selling me that ticket at 145?
0: 145? Yeah, I figured you had COVID, I'd give it a shot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I think I'll hold on to it. I think I'll hold on to it, COVID or not. <laughs> but, you know,
1: as far as the series is concerned, you know, I, I originally had picked Golden State to win the series, uh, you know, in six or seven. Um, I, I personally think that if, Bo- if if Golden State somehow wins this game, and flips the home court back i think it's golden state series i think if boston does what i think we think they're going to do and i'm willing to lay the 165 on it you know i think boston boston wins the series um but again i think it's i I think it's going to be a good series i mean it's uh you know you have a a young team in boston that a lot of people you know think maybe they're a year away Eh? I don't know about that you know you could look at the other side and say you have an older team that doesn't have quite legs that are as fresh as is boston i mean you have two superstars at 25 or younger i don't think that's been done in a long
0: time in the nba finals i'm with you it's gonna be it's gonna be a great series either way um all right so one more topic before we go ahead and wrap out wrap this up Sorry, Big John, the COVID, it, my brain's still not working right. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not good over here, but
1: um, I think the listeners are excited that you're just doing it, you know, that you're on there even with COVID. So I don't know how you're doing it, but you're doing good.
0: You know, it's funny, part of this is for my own sanity. Like, as much as I'd love to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm just toughing it through, gotta get it done. Big John, I'm trying to stay sane over here. My gosh, can't leave the house. Um, Tom's got COVID too, which is weird because I didn't even oh. see Tom last week, and he's got it. So it's just crazy. You, you know what Big John would say, a shot of bourbon and get some sleep. <laughs> right, maybe maybe I'll give that a try. I've tried everything else. Um, but final topic here, Big John, a little NFL stuff. This is a little bit of a sticky one, so we'll just quickly dive into it. Deshaun Watson is back in the news sounds like there's been another woman or maybe even multiple that have uh joined the list 24 of them now you making anything of this do you have any thoughts you know
1: what's he 26 i think he's trying to get to 26 people you know filing cases you know my, my thoughts are it's just it's a good it's just a media circus it's just a good thing maybe the baker has still there because i'll tell you what every day as this stuff comes on i would not want to be having that distraction if i was the browns i mean it's just uh you know it's funny his lawyer came out made that comment about you know about a happy ending and what's the big deal and then he backtracked from it and it's, it's just the whole topic is just such a a gray area that i'm surprised that the browns you know spend all that money to have to deal with this whole issue i know he's a talent but obviously it's something hey, that doesn't John, seem like it's gone away
0: they gave him a fully guaranteed like what 200 300 million dollar deal with with all guaranteed money crazy absolutely absolutely nuts i uh, i
1: don't get it you know i just don't get it
0: yeah i don't i don't think there's too much to take away in terms of like betting or anything like that you know if anything guys got questionable character and you know that could really just be left at that whether it's
1: drama you don't need it to camp right i mean you know it's going to be drama all the way through and you just don't need that kind of drama where you're the browns trying to you know get yourself back after last season with the you know rebuilt staff and you just just you don't
0: need this drama i'm with you a hundred percent um well Big John, I really appreciate you joining the show today. Um, Don't worry again, you're safe. You're you're far away from me. We are not together. But I thank you for keeping me sane here and joining the show. Um, Anything else you want to get into before we roll out of here?
1: No, I I, I think like I said, I think uh, it's going to be fun to see what happens, you know, with this whole LIV thing. Uh, I think we got some great NBA finals, and I'll look forward to, uh, to you and I getting together and kind of talking a little bit baseball. I know uh, Philly's fired their manager, and they're on a four-game winning streak, so I'll look forward to maybe next time talking a little MLP for our fans.
0: That sounds great. We got, still got a lot to catch up on, so I will look forward to that. Uh, Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Have a great day, everybody.